Number 21, Jack Martin, who has come to us essentially for nothing, uh, apart from obviously his salary from the Gold Coast Suns in what was one of the more interesting situations that unfolded just with the drama that was attached behind it and you know he ended up getting to where he wanted to, to be and it you sort of left wondering well why didn't the deal just get done originally um full credit to sauce for being able to hold his nerve and not give away any draft picks and still get the end result in getting him to the club and look the opinions have been divided on him i'm really grateful to have gone to most if not all of the open training sessions and really been able to watch jack martin um, you know, from day one of, of pre-season. And I must say, pre-Christmas to now, you know, we're in start of February. Uh, his definition has improved. His conditioning has improved. He looks a lot more comfortable. And he just looks like he's enjoying himself. I'm really enjoying the fact that there hasn't been too much hype around him. I mean, don't worry, I can give you a lot of reasons to get excited about Jack Martin. And I will in this video, because he's just got all the tools. But I like the fact that we've just let him integrate into the club uh, no nonsense, no hoo-ha, just train hard. And I think that's what he wanted as well. Uh, I think, obviously, when you factor in a range of different elements here, the salary we're paying you is obviously, you know, significant. And it, with it comes expectation. Um, the talent that he has and what he's capable of doing adds another layer of expectation. And also, this is, you know, sort of a second lease on his life or his footy life. You know, he's obviously left a club that he no longer wanted to play for. And if you look at the profile of that list at the time that he was playing, he was asked to be a, a really, you know, a leader and, and someone that really needed to lead the club forward. And this had come after year after year of losing players. And obviously, you know, this stems from back when Gary Ablett left and then you had, you know, your co-captains leave and, and sort of, it was almost lumped onto him. And one thing you've probably learnt from Jack Martin is he's probably not gonna be the one that carries you throughout a full season. And that's not what he needs to be at Carlton for me. He just needs to come in, play his role to the best of his ability. And I really genuinely think that that is what's gonna allow his mental mental approach to the game to feel refreshed. Um, whenever you hear comments you know, from Tiggy about, you know, we've gotta make him fall in love with the game again, that's obviously a little bit of a concern, but from what I've actually seen, from all the interviews with himself, with other players who talk about him, just with the photos and with the footage and just seeing him smile, it looks like he's really comfortable. And he's probably someone that we're gonna to need to put and nurture in terms of the environment around him. But such is the modern day player, you know, these talented players need different ways to stimulate them. You know, everyone has buttons that need to be pushed in a different way and he's just one of them. Now, I believe that there's been a complete buy-in from him. Uh, I think also the Yeti Betts acquisition helps allow Jack Martin to feel at home. And I would argue, and I feel like he's said this in an interview somewhere, but I would argue that he, if Eddie Betts didn't come to Carlton, I don't know if Jack Martin would have come to Carlton. So that's an interesting position there. Now, where is he gonna play in 2020? Well, the interview he did when he first joined the club suggested that he'd be playing as a forward that moves into the midfield. Um, and that's really where I see him playing as well. I think whatever the split is, I don't know. I feel like it'll probably be more forward time than midfield time, but in terms of the numbers, that's all semantics. The fact is, he sort of comes in and plays almost that, that Zach Fisher type role, and that's probably what led to Zach Fisher's performance dipping a little bit last year, because he had guys like Gibbons who were playing that half forward slash midfield role, and this is gonna create good selection headaches for us, because now, you know, Fisher might become a full-time midfielder. If not, he's gonna to have to fight with Jack, not fight with him, but sort of compete for that 
forward mid-roll. And I think Jack's very well equipped for it. You know, he can kick goals, he can mark overhead, you know, he's got all the traits. We can all talk about the traits and the height, but let's talk about what he's actually done in his career. And, you know, the marking ability, his ability from what I've seen at training to get the ball out in traffic is really impressive. Um, albeit, obviously, training pressure is completely different to the real game pressure. But from what I've seen, he's composed, he makes good decisions, he still has moments where he's probably learning where his teammates are in terms of kicking efficiency, but that will come. I think we need to be a little bit patient with him. I think he's going to be a moments type guy. He's going to be not dissimilar to what Eddie Betts will be in that he'll have a four or five minute patch where he just completely turns the game on its head. So I guess the challenge for him might be to find that consistency throughout the game. But overall, this is a new club for him. You know, new people, new energies around him, new interests on and off the field. So you've got to give him time to adapt to the lifestyle and adapt to his teammates, which I'm sure we all will. And, you know, I'm really excited for him. It's, it's you know, he's entering the prime of his life. Um, you could argue that he probably hasn't, you know, fulfilled his potential, but now he gets a great platform to do so in front of a passionate fan base in an up and coming team with great leaders around him where he doesn't need to burden and carry the responsibility of leading the club forward. And I think it's a perfect fit. I think it's a great fit for him at this point in his career. He's going to have a point to prove. And I don't really have a worry about 2020 because I think all the pieces around him are there. My thing that I'm mindful of is 2021 and beyond. Can we sustain his, his, his brilliance? Because he is a brilliant footballer, let's be honest. So that's my take on Jack Martin in 2020. What about you? Where do you see him playing his best footy? What have you seen from him in the past that makes you think he can be a successful player at Carlton? Let me know in the comments below.